you an event planner or organizer looking for a keynote speaker with a fresh new perspective that packs a serious punch? Someone who captivates your audience and inspires them to create lasting changes in their lives. Someone who has a compelling story to share that will leave your audience believing in themselves like they've never done before. I'm Rebecca Hamilton, founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake, author of The Million Dollar Bakery, host of this podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk, and I am your girl. To book me as a speaker for your next event, go to RebeccaHamiltonCo.com. Hey, I'm Rebecca Hamilton, founder and CEO of Chick Boss Cake. Thanks for joining me on my Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, where I'll be sharing all my best life and business tips and tricks on how I've created the life of my dreams and how you can too. I'm a no-nonsense, full disclosure, sweet talk scrapping woman entrepreneur who believes in taking charge of your life and ridding yourself of all the excuses that are holding you back. This is a really exciting time for my podcast, Scrap the Sweet Talk, because it is my first podcast series and really the first time I've opened up my podcast to have guests on my show. I was inspired by International Women's Day and I felt like I was called to do this series from God or the universe. I just felt like he brought these amazing women into my life and gave me a platform to allow me the opportunity to share their stories with women all over the world. I'm blessed to be surrounded by these incredible women and it would be extremely selfish if I kept them and their stories all to myself. So I'm really excited to share them with you guys. They are filled with life lessons and valuable tips and advice on how to overcome the toughest challenges that life has thrown our way. You guys, like you guys though, you guys are in for a serious treat with this series. So be sure to subscribe so that you get notified when a new episode launches. And please leave me a review on my podcast to show your love and support. I would be so grateful. So on this episode of Scrap the Sweet Talk podcast, I'm going to be talking to Marcia and she is a super inspirational, amazing woman. And she hosts uh, an Instagram page that is at underscore inspire always. And what she does with her Instagram page is amazing. She features women from all walks of life, which is so cool to see. And she shares their individual stories. So I love it so much. And I am super grateful that she has featured me and some of my closest friends. And nothing brings me more joy than seeing all the women that she posts on there. So welcome, Marcia. Thank you for being here. 
Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. First of all, I'm so honored that you would actually think of me and um, have this interview with uh, me. So, so grateful that I have met you and all your friends. You're all amazing. And so thank you. Amazing. Honestly, Mercy, you were one of the first women that came to mind. So <laughs> I was like, this podcast uh, series that I'm doing is all about uh, International Women's Day and featuring um, really awesome women who support other women in the community. So your name came to mind right away. So I'm like, she has to be on my podcast. So thank you so much. Um, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got started, like how you came across this idea of starting this Instagram page. Sure. Um, so I am, um, I'm a mom um, and a wife. I turned 50 in 2020 and decided, wow, I'm going to get into great shape. Um, my kids were a little older and I actually decided that I was going to do something for myself. And so I joined an online fitness group called Team Strong Girls. And um, that's where I learned that really when women support other women, amazing things happen. And so with the support of that community and um, the mantra of the founder, Jenny, she um, always says to aspire to inspire. And so um, 2020 was a shit show and everything you read was sad or bad. And so I just wanted to create a place that was positive and uplifting and, and really feature all the amazing women in my life that I, I've come across or uh, I've known about. And so it's just grown so beautifully organically um, because other women nominate other women. And so every day uh, I feature a different woman and uh, they tell their stories. That's amazing. It is so cool that you do that. Um, and I love that you were saying how uh, like at 50, you were like, I'm going to get into the best shape of my life. Like that's amazing to do. Right. Did you feel like that was that a hard decision or you were like, no, I'm just going to do it. I think I think I just wanted to do it. I think it was a big milestone birthday and I wanted to do something for myself. And so um, I'm so used to giving to everything and every, everybody. It was the first time I actually did something for myself. And um, it's actually turned into the best thing I've ever done. That's amazing. Oh my God. Like you look like for 50, you look amazing for any age. You look amazing. And it's not about looks for sure, but like you just look so healthy and happy and radiant. And I just, I love your energy and your personality is like the best. You're so full of life and it's so fun. So, um, so you feature different women. Do you have a criteria that you use or like, how do you find these women that you feature on the Instagram page? I think that's the beauty of it all. I don't have a criteria. And so I started off just really featuring just my friends and people that I knew. And um, every time I would talk to someone, called, I know someone who's amazing and I know someone who's amazing. And so that's how it's actually started and grown because people, people I feature nominate other people. And so it really is a ripple effect because I get to feature that one person and then they get, they get the gift of passing it on to someone else. And so, yeah, I think that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool that you like you started it with your group of, of friends and then they started nominating other women and stuff like that. And I think like when you sit down and think about it, like we all are surrounded by so many amazing women. Like when you were when you featured me and you're like, yeah, let me know uh, like a few women. I'm like, I know like so many women. I'm just putting all their names in here. <laughs> it's just so cool. And like, I remember when you did my feature and even talking to some of my friends that were featured, like they just felt so special. And it's not just about the feature part of it, because I've, you know, I've done interviews on other things and stuff like that, um, where they'll post my story and stuff. But your 
page gets so much interaction like from your community. And I think that that just shows how impactful it really is because you could easily just post uh, people's stories and not have that kind of engagement on it. But you have so much engagement on every single post. And that's what really makes the the woman who's being featured feels so special because they're like, wow, like all these women care about my story and like they read it and they, you know, it makes them feel so good about it. So the fact that you've been able to like cultivate this community of women who actually engage with your page is amazing. What, what, what do you think makes your page so uh, wanting people to engage in it? Like, what do you think draws people to like want to comment and want to, to share? Well, I think, first of all, the community that I am building is just they're amazing women that really want to support other women. So they, we all have that same mentality that we, I, I love to celebrate. So I put her up there and um, the community just joins in and just, you know, cheers everyone on. And, and I think that's the whole point of it. it. For me, it's about the community. It's about really engaging and making that person feel special for that day. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. And you were saying earlier that you're a mom of three. So obviously that would be like, that would keep you so, so busy on your own. How do you, do you find it hard to like be a mom to three and then also do this? Because you post every day on this Instagram page, right? I do. I do. Do you find it hard? I, I, I mean, I do find it hard because for me, it's the technology more than the, my kids are older now. So I, I do have more of the time. And um, so, like I said, it, for me, that's the technology part. Actually, they laugh a little bit. They, they think it's hilarious that their mom's on a social media platform. So. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I'm sure like you'll, you'll ask, will you ask them for tips and help? And hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Tech help. Awesome. I'm like, help. <laughs> yeah. That's the benefit to uh, having older kids. Right. So, so what are the ages of your kids? 26, 24, and 21. Amazing. Oh yeah. That's, those are good ages to be at, right? Like <laughs> really good ages. <laughs> Over the teenage years, you know. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely, definitely. That's amazing. So, um, so how, so when you got into starting this page, how long has this page been going for? So I started it January uh, 11th, 2021. So it's been just over a year now. A year oh, that's, yeah. oh my gosh. Well, that's amazing. It is crazy. And I featured over 240 women. So it's, it's wow. amazing. That's so cool. And, then, and the neat part is I get to, for me, the connection part pretty, pretty um, important to me. So every woman on the page that I featured, I literally had a conversation with them. So it's almost like I'm featuring 240 of my friends. Yeah, I love that. I love the way that you do that. That's unlike any other um, like thing that I've been featured on. Like you actually take the time to have a phone conversation with the women before. And that is so unique. What what made you think to do that part of it? Because that is very different than um, anything else I've been a part of. Like nobody really takes the time to really call you and get to know you before featuring you. So where did you get that idea from? I'm not really sure. It's, like I said, it started with my friends and family. So that was easy. Yeah. Just call them up and say, yeah, well, I'm doing this idea. But then they would recommend people. But then Instagram is so small that, and yeah. you don't really get to learn about a person much. It's and so, so like true. Said, and like I said, for me, I'm a pretty social person. And so, you know, 2021, it was kind of isolation. It was kind of my way of meeting new people and, and, and actually having some sort of connection. 
Yeah. I mean, it's so true. Yeah. We were going through, uh, when you go through a time where you're like pulled out of your regular social environment, that's, that's the beauty of such an idea like this, where it really, you got so creative and you're like, no, I'm going to still keep making friends and and stuff like that. And so have you, have you gotten to meet up with any of these women that you featured yet or, or not yet? Cause you know, I have met, I well, no, I have actually met a couple of them. And funny enough, um, I was trying to think of my 2022 goals. And one of them is to meet 25 of the women that I featured in person. So I'm ready. I'm on three. So I'm actually pretty, I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. And it really I'm is. I'm coming to like, London to meet you and your gang for sure. <laughs> oh, 100%. We are totally doing that. That is happening for sure. Um, but it is so cool that just you're doing this because you, you love to do it. Like there's no, you're not getting paid to do it. You're just, you're actually cultivating um, these friendships. So would you say that that's like the main purpose to keep for you to keep going with it? Is that the driving factor that you're just passionate to share the stories and connect with other women? It is. And for me, it's just a pure joy. I'm having fun at what I'm doing. I, 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 it lights me up. It, I, I love doing it. Um, so I actually literally just started, uh, uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do moving forward, but I actually started a webpage, um, inspireallways.ca. And um, because I'm such a giver, I think that I want to share this with everybody. And so I'm actually going to start a spread kindness campaign. Um, and I'm actually launching it tomorrow because tomorrow is Random Acts of Kindness Day. And so I'm going to just help build this community of women, men, whoever. And we're just going to give, give positive things to the world. And so for me, that's making a difference in the world is really where I, my heart is right now. That is so cool. Like that is just like such a beautiful thing. And I think that I'm a true believer that if you're doing something that you just love to do, opportunities will just come to you. Like it'll just be drawn to you, right? Like we were talking yesterday and you were saying that you got an opportunity to write for a magazine. Do you want to tell me about that? That is so cool. It's, it's, it's been incredible. So I got connected to a woman um, that is the editor of Ask Us Beauty magazine. And uh, this magazine is just, it's exactly what I'm doing, basically, in a magazine form. It is redefining what we consider beautiful. And it's about inspiring women and their stories. And I am just so grateful and blessed to be part of it. So now I'm a contributor to that magazine. And um, we get to feature some of the women that are featured on the page. Oh that's my gosh. Beautiful. That's so cool. Yeah. That's what a cool like partnership, right? That's amazing. Um, and y- you love to write too. Like, is that what, what is your part in the magazine? Like what kind of things do you, do you share the stories of the women that you share, that you share on your Instagram? Yeah, so, yeah. So it's, um, it's the women that are featured on the page, um, and basically what inspires them. And so then people that are reading the magazine can actually go and take a look at these women and see their stories. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. And I love that you put a website into it. Like it's just evolving into this big thing that I'm sure you didn't even think that it was going to like continue to evolve into a website or like the magazine. Right. Like, isn't that so cool? It is so cool. And so for me, it's all about turning 50 was all about stepping outside of my comfort zone and just trying new things and doing things that excited me and scared me. 
And so I'm actually, um, I actually got asked to be a writer in a book called Uncover Your Light. And so I've um, written a chapter in this book that's getting published in June. And um, I'm so excited. Wow, that is so cool. Congratulations. That's amazing. That's you're just you're doing all the things, right? You're like, I'm turning 50. I'm doing everything. So I love that. What 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 advice could you give to to somebody who might be in a similar situation? Like regardless of age, like whether they're 40 or 30 or 50, what advice could you give that you learned like at 50 to get outside your comfort zone? How did you how did you come to terms with that and decide that that's what you're gonna do? Well, I think the truth is we, we live inside our comfort zone because it's comfortable, it's safe yeah. and easy. And so here's the thing. We can't grow in that comfort zone. So okay. my suggestion to anyone at any age is to take a chance. And so if something sparks you or excites you, do it. Do a little more of it. I mean, and it doesn't have to be all like going all in. It just means doing something that brings you joy every day. And the more you do it, the more you want to do it. And the more you want to do it, and the more uncomfortable you get, the more used to you getting uncomfortable and doing these things. I know that's so true when you put it like that, because it's, if you actually think about it, we're, we're only staying in our comfort zone because we're so used to being there. But you're right. If you get outside of it and you get more used to you get comfortable being uncomfortable, <laughs> it, like, you really do. Yeah. And you, and my girlfriend, you crave it, right? Like you don't even want to go back. You, you're like looking for more ways to get uncomfortable, right? Well, one of my other goals for 2022 is to do something uncomfortable once a month. And so um, I'm actually seeking things that are uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. So I, I, I'm going to assume that it was really hard to start the process of becoming uncomfortable because when we're so used to being in our comfort zones, what, what helped you to do that? Was it the support of your, your family or like what, what helped you to like actually do that? Because I feel like a lot of people talk about it, but they, they just, they can't bring themselves to, to take the first step to do something uncomfortable. So for me, going back to um, this online fitness group, um, one of the ways that they celebrate is to do a fitness photo shoot. Mm. And for me, that was super uncomfortable. And so um, I did it, but it turned out to be such an empowering thing to do. And so um, once I started that, I just thought, wow, I want to do more of these uncomfortable things because really you do end up being so you feel so great after you do it like you feel proud of yourself and you just want to keep doing more and more things so i think that's it's hard to step out of your comfort zone it is it's completely hard but like i said if anything excites you even a little bit then you should try it or do it yeah i couldn't agree more it's so true and like you said like you once you start to feel the reward of doing that and feeling proud of yourself and you're like, I thought this was hard to do. And then I just did it. And you're like, wow, what else could I do then? Like you almost feel like you, you get that momentum and it, it feels like you're almost unstoppable in that sense. Right. So you, once you get the momentum, you just go with it. And I mean, I know that it's really hard for a lot of women to like start the momentum, but it's like anything, everything is really hard when you first starting to do a different, you know, a different journey in your life. But 
once you just take a couple first steps, like even if they're just baby steps, you will gain that momentum and then you will be unstoppable. That is so cool. Can you tell me a little bit about this like fitness group you're in? Because it sounds really cool. Oh, it's so cool. So it's an online fitness group. It's called Team Strong Girls. And um, basically you you can um, you join the group and you get a coach and they help you. And honestly, it is the most amazing group of women that you will ever meet. And they are... They have a Facebook group page and then everyone's cheering everyone on. And it's an exercise program where you commit to yourself and exercise shouldn't be a punishment. It's like, it's, it should be something that you do because you want to make yourself healthier. And I have never eaten so much in my whole life. So it, it, they've debunked everything that I knew about, you know, starving yourself to lose weight. And for me now, it's not about losing. It's about gaining. It's about gaining muscle. It's about gaining confidence. It's about getting strength. And so I love it. That is so cool. And yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think a lot of people do get into fitness journeys for the wrong reasons. And they have, you know, I mean, the fitness industry is very confusing for a lot of people because there's so much mixed messaging out there. So yep. uh, it's it's hard to even know what the right thing to do is because it's so confusing. And I honestly believe that they want us to be confused because it's a very like lucrative industry. So the more confused you are, the more stuck you feel. So um, I think it's really cool. You're part of that group. And so do they do like the nutrition side and the fitness side kind of together? And they help? do. Yeah, they do the nutrition and the fitness and that's the, the beauty. And so, you know, like you said about the industry, we're also scared of different things. We're scared of carbs. We're scared of this. We're scared of that. But at the end of the day, it's just really just consistency and showing up for yourself. Connecting and little more. by little. That's another, what's that? Yeah. And it's, yeah. again, it's a little by little. Everyone wants these quick fixes too. They want to, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds and I want to lose it yesterday. And so, mm-hmm. and then they try it and then either they do it and then they go back. And, but really over, it's, it's just over time that you just, be consistent to yourself. It's a gift to yourself. I think that's, it's a reframing of everything, right? Your, your mindset. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, it, it is. It is a gift to yourself and it, it is consistency. And I think a lot of people struggle because a lot of people want to do the intensity approach where like, you know, they'll go really hard for like a whole month. They won't see any results and then they give up. And like, yeah. I always, I used to be that person too. And I always like, I laugh at it now because I think, well, did I think that giving up was going to get me closer to it? It sure <laughs> as hell not. Right. So once you exactly. like, once you realize your negative thought patterns behind it and what you're doing, you can really hold yourself accountable and be like, okay, well, you know, working out really hard and intensely is not going to give me the consistency that I need to keep going. And like you said, if you look at any really fit and healthy person, like it's part of their life. It's part of their everyday routine and practice. They're not doing it really hard for a month and then giving up. You know what I mean? So if we just look at people who have been successful in one area of life that we are not successful in, I always, I always look to them as a mentor for advice and for help. Like even it doesn't even have to be in fitness, but like in business or in life, like if you're struggling with something, there's somebody else who has figured that out. So go and ask them for help and advice, right? That's the key. I think it's getting the help that you need. Right. Totally. Like, and not being afraid to ask. Not for being it. afraid. That's yeah. right. It's That's so true. Right. 
and not feeling like you, you never have to feel like you have to have everything figured out. But if you just want to make progress in that one area of your life, find somebody else who's already figured it out. There's lots of people out there. And, you know, people, human beings fundamentally want to, they love helping other people. They want to help you. Right. And I think that oftentimes we're so uh, scared to ask for help or intimidated maybe to ask somebody, I mean, in, in health and fitness, a lot of the times, like if, if you're an overweight person and you see somebody who, and I'm just speaking from experience because I've lost about 60 pounds. So I was really on the heavier side. And whenever I would see these um, really healthy fit people, I would be like, Oh my God, there's no way I'm asking them for advice. They're going to be like, you know, they're going to tell me like all of these things. And I would feel so insecure about it because they were so beautiful and so healthy and fit. And I was like, I, I just felt so insecure about it. So um, I think that the more we can see people just for the humans that they are and the fact that all humans really, they just want to help. A lot of people who are in shape and, and living their best life, they they don't find it inconvenient to help you because it's so part of their life and it's so it comes so natural to them. So they're like, I'd love to help you. It's so easy for me. You know what I mean? It's just like when people come to me for business advice, I'm like, yeah, like business comes easy to me. So I'm more than happy to help you out because it's easy for me to tell you what to do. Right. Exactly. And I think that we women are not so kind to ourselves though. Mm-hmm. We always it's are so looking true. at another woman and saying, Oh, look, she's this or that. But if we started looking at how beautiful we are, whether it be inside or all the beautiful things that we have, then I think it would make it a lot easier for us to yeah. start these things or do these things. And if we're kinder to ourselves, I think that it's easier to do things. Oh my God. <laughs> like I could not agree days. more. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. Even, um, even if you, if you think about any times where, where you look at somebody else, uh, I was at this women's conference uh, a couple of years ago and we did this activity where uh, we had to tell a complete stranger and look them in the eyes and tell them like our top three things that we're insecure about, about ourselves. And I just remember like looking at this other woman and she's, she's saying like how she, she hates her, you know, how like her body weight and she hates her hair and she hates like her, whatever, I forget what else it was, but she was telling me and like, we were looking at each other in the eyes because this is part of the activity. We're just bawling because we're like, we see that each other as perfect human beings, but like how we see ourselves is so different and so it's heartbreaking right and so when you when I was seeing this other woman tell me all these insecurities she had and I just see her as like a perfectly beautiful human being I'm like what the hell this is crazy right but it really does just put it into perspective um, of how hard we are on ourselves as women right it was crazy it is it's really crazy yeah so and I so I wanted to ask you um, what does International Women's Day mean to you well, I think International Women's Day is, is a great day to honor and acknowledge all the women around the world um, about their contributions that they make every single day. And so it's about really the celebration of equity and diversity and all that stuff. So um, I feel like um, Inspire Always actually is uh, International Women's Day every day. And so <laughs> um, I, I love that whole premise that, that around the world we are celebrating women. 
That's amazing. Yeah. I was totally going to say it is your page is International Women's Day every day. And that's what I love about it so much because, um, I mean, International Women's Day is just, it's a day to reflect on it and keep it top of mind, of course. But I love that you are doing that every single day. I know we were talking a little bit earlier about how women don't they don't think that their story is a story enough to share, or they don't think that their story is special enough or important or significant. And every single person, not just women, but like every person on the planet has their own story and it is significant and it is powerful. And so I love that you share stories from all women. Like you're not just looking for, you don't have a criteria. Like you said, you're not just looking for like really successful women or really fit women. Like you're looking for all women and you really value the fact that all of their stories are equally as beautiful and inspiring as anybody else's. Right. I think that's the truth. I think we all have story and why we think we're not worthy or we're less than anyone else Mm -hmm. is it's actually a sad, it's a, it's a sad way to think because, like I said, we are uh, one of the women that posted a story once. And as you know, the, uh, the format of my page is a quote, which is always great. And then a bit about yourself and my strength. But one of the strengths I thought was really, really, really impactful was I am me and no one else's. Mm, and so I love that. Yeah, so do I. And so I don't know why we think we're less or I'll, I'll not, um, people get nominated and, they'll, and I'll contact them and they'll say, oh, thank you so much. But I've read your stories and I'm not I'm not as extraordinary as that person. Oh. And I always say, yes, you are. You are because we all are. We all have different yeah. stories. And but we're all looking for that same thing as, as we're looking for that community, that connection, that, you know, again, the celebration. So that's why I love to celebrate everyone who they are not just what yeah. they do not just what what they 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 have to offer but not, not just like they look like it's who they are yeah that's so beautiful i love that and it's so true like even when we're um like if we're out or at social gatherings and stuff like it's often the number one question where people, the first thing they'll ask you is like, what do you do? And it's well, like, why is that the first question we ask? It's so weird. Cause we are so much more than what we do. It's like, it's like, why don't we ask like who, who you are as a person or like what yeah. your values what are. You love. Yeah. Yeah. Or what you yeah. love, what your hobbies are. That's way more interesting and more important than what you do. And I think that, I mean, I think that a lot of women define themselves on what they do, like as their profession or whatever, they'll be like, I'm a nurse or I'm a paramedic or whatever. And it's like, they just, they have that definition, but that has really nothing to actually do with who you are or what you do. Like, that's just your job. And like, it's got, I think we've really confused the fact and we've really, you know, misidentified that saying and asking people what they do and stuff like that. And, and that being a a huge deal. What do you, how do you feel about that? I I totally agree. Cause I think that our identities sometimes get tied to, what we do, whether it be mm-hmm. a mom, whether it be an entrepreneur, whether it be a, uh, a teacher or whether it be whatever, that seems to be your identity. And I think for me, I think that's part of one of the reasons why I decided to do these things at 52, because now that my kids are older, my identity kind of changed. Um, yeah. I'm still a mom, but I'm not kind of taking care of them the way I used to. And so I kind of was lost for a little bit because I didn't know where or what was next. 
because I kind of done my job. (laughs) I mean, it's never, it's it's never done, but, um, and so I think that we are so much more than what we do or it's, it's who we are and, and, and what our worth is and what we can put into this world. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. That's such a good point. And I mean, I feel like, like you were saying um, yesterday that you were a stay at home mom for how many, like for, was that for your whole children? Like forever? Like were you always a stay at home mom? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, yeah, no, I was just going to say like, I can appreciate how that being your entire identity. And then all of a sudden your kids are, like you said, you're always going to be their mom, but like all of a sudden they're more independent and they want to be with their friends more. And then now you're like, you have free time and you're like, what am I going to do now? Right. And so that's, again, going back to the question about who am I and what, mm-hmm. what are my values and what, 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 mean, what means something to me? And so um, I think this is what it is for me. It's, you know, the spreading the positivity and the kindness. And, and, and I'm a giver and I, I want to give. And so I'm blessed to be able to do so. So um, that's, that's my goal. Another thing too, like, cause I have a lot of friends that are moms and, and stay at home moms and stuff like that too. And they, also struggle with finding their identity um, in in just in being a stay at home mom and and from my perspective because I don't have kids like I see stay at home moms as like that that's a that is your that's your that's your job that's what you do like I think that is like a full time job for sure I I don't even know how people do you know have five kids and run a business and do this I, they must have a lot of help because I don't know how they would do that right but like what, what advice could you give to stay at home moms who, who feel like, like maybe they don't feel like they have anything to offer, or maybe they feel kind of um, insecure when they get asked what they do for a living. And then they feel, Oh, I'm just a stay at home mom. But like, it is a big deal that you're a stay at home mom. Like what kind of advice could you give to stay at home moms to like help them feel that that is a purpose and that is a value enough? So I think if if you choose to stay at home, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I chose to stay at home. Um, We traveled to three different countries. I wasn't able to work for the first little while. Um, My husband and I owned a business just before the kids came and we closed that business because we had kids. Um, And that question came about like, what do you do? And I did feel less because I was a mom because I thought, oh, there are some women that are working that are moms. But here's the thing. We all have that guilt and shame of some sort of of, of owning what we do or what we so the, the moms that are working, they're guilty that they're not spending enough time with their children. So the true. moms that are home are are um, thinking, oh, I don't have a job. And so we just need to be a little more happier with our choices and what we're doing and know that we're doing a great job at whatever we're doing. Mm-hmm. And there's no shame or or we don't need to have a, a label of sorts of like whether you're a mom, a, a working, whatever. We just all need to be a little kinder. I know it's so especially yeah. it all yeah. goes back to that, I think. It is. So so yeah, and, and, and know that you're you're worthy. You're doing, you know, what you were meant to do. Yeah, you're literally raising a human being. Like I can't think of a more like amazing job than that, you know? Like that's it's just it's I know, it's so crazy to think that people feel like it's not 
um, a job or whatever, like when it's, it's more than that, it's your life, it's your legacy, it's your purpose. Right. So, and like you were saying, like, it's so true that, you know, if you ask a stay at home mom, what they do and they feel kind of insecure saying that the working mom is like, also, yeah, like you said, feeling guilty that she's not there enough for the kids. So it's both sides are feeling the sense of guilt. And like, if you just can eliminate that and just own what you do and be like, yeah, like I'm a stay at home mom. I love it. I do this. I do that. Like just own it. Like, you know, own it. Everything. Own it. I'm working and I'm doing the kids. I'm I'm yeah. staying at home. I'm do- whatever you do, do it to the best of your ability. And just honestly, life is so short. Have fun. Do things that you love. Um, you know, and take care of yourself. Yeah, I know. That's such a we as women is- inherently. Yeah, that's the big thing because we <laughs> women inherently don't like that word selfish or that, yeah. that you need to be what you do. It, it's not mm. selfish. It's self-love. And so by loving yourself more, you have so much more to give to everybody else. I love that you're saying that as a mom of three, because that is such an important message. Um, But... I can preach that message all day long, but because I don't have kids, it's easy for people to be like, well, you don't have kids. You don't really understand. But like, I have, I have lots of, like most of my friends have kids and most of my friends do practice self-care. And so I'm always, I always love when I have people on my podcast or my videos who, who are moms who are like, no, self-care is not selfish. It is so important. And like, just, Oh my God. Like, I just love it so much that you brought that up and that you're saying that. And that, you know, I'm sure as a mom, it's not always easy to practice self care, but it is so important, right? It's probably the most important. And like you were saying, you're, you're like, you can't give love that you don't have, right? Can't pour from an empty cup. And that's such a cliche, but it's so true. You know, and the more you, I think when my kids were growing up, I think things are changing now and self-care is a little more in the front and forth, like in the, the like more kind of in, in line with what people are thinking and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I don't think I looking back took enough time for myself because I just thought, you know, no, I'm a mom. I've got to do this. And maybe um, that would have given me a little more, you know, grace to myself and, and, mm-hmm. and maybe it made a bit easier for me. Absolutely. So I think I think moving forward, people should really just, whether you're a mom or not a mom, I think self-care is just, it's, it's vital for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Like you said it perfectly, whether, whatever you do, just take care of yourself. It doesn't matter what you do, how many kids you have. It, it really is. It's so true. Um, it makes you a better person. And I'm really passionate about talking about that a lot and, and telling people that self-care is not selfish and that it's actually more selfish to not practice self-care. So, because then you're grumpy and you're stressed out and you're angry and you snap easier, like everything, right? Exactly. So what is a common misconception that you've had of other women in the past? I think in the past, I think it was that like there was this competition of sorts. And so, like I said, you, you would see someone that's super fit and go, oh my gosh, like, like you said, that, that whole, oh my gosh, she would probably be, you know, not stuck up, but like, yeah. you know, she's so full of herself or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And so, but you don't know what people are going through. Like, again, just based on either looks or whatever, like, like, you, or you see someone that's got their, their act totally together and you think, mm-hmm. oh my God, she's incredible. But then you hear a story and, you know, she's suffering. And mm-hmm. so, um, 
I just think that, like I said, it's more about the connection and 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 not about that competition. And so I think historically women are like, oh, you know, like she's so catty or like, and I just think it's together we all rise if we all just put our 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 um you know our best selves forward and love each other for who we are and what we do like or what we stand for and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think, I think it's important. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I I know. And and every time I ask this question on this series of the podcast, a lot of I get a lot of the same conceptions that, you know, women like we just have these perceptions of how people are, but like that's just our perception. That's not even the truth, right? And it's a, lo- a lot of the time oh. very far off from the truth. So, um and I think like it, it is really is because yeah. yeah. And I think social media sometimes, you know, you look at someone and oh my god, their life is so perfect. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. look at that. Like they are and and what you don't see is behind the camera the the the, the stuff that you know is it's going wrong with them and so um i think vulnerability and, and us sharing our stories really makes us feel not alone like oh look at her she's so perfect but oh look she had a bad day and then mm-hmm. you just feel like, okay it's not just me <laughs> It's so true. And that's another reason why I really love that you share everybody, all these different women's stories, because there usually is an element of struggle in them or like, you know, like a a misconceived perception of some kind, right, that they've overcome. And so when you're sharing all of these different women, you're sharing their picture. And, you know, typically, if you would have seen that picture of that woman, you would have just made your own assumptions and just thought like, oh, she's beautiful. She probably has her life together, like probably way better off than I am, <laughs> like all these misconceptions. But then you take the time you read her story and you're like, wow, we have so much more in common than we thought. Right. And just, I think if we just rewire our brains to, to know that that is the actual truth, no matter what somebody else looks like or how they, how they seem to have their life together. Um, and the more that people share their stories and the more that you showcase their stories, um, that's the underlying message that, you know, to me, your page stands for is that everybody is more human than we are not human. So it's, it's just really putting everybody on a level playing field and, uh, you know, knowing that we're more alike than we are different. Exactly. I think that we are all the same. Maybe we don't look the same. Maybe we don't have the same different journey in life, but we're all the same. We're all looking for that love that like, you know what I mean? The connection that, you know, celebrating our lives. (laughs) So true. I know. And I couldn't agree more. So a couple last questions here. What is your best piece of advice that you can offer other women? So my best advice, again, is that whole step outside your comfort zone. That is, to me, so important. And the more I do that, um, the more I'm learning. And so I think every day I learn something new. And I also unlearn all the old things and the old mindsets don't serve me. And so um, I think that's the biggest thing for me is my advice would be do something a little different and then you will, it will change your life. You will change your life. Yeah. That is so powerful. Yeah. And I love, like you were saying, like it's, it's equally as important to unlearn the things that we've like learned our entire life or unlearned the, the values that were instilled upon us by our parents or by adults in our lives and, and question them and be like, this is not even really my belief. So why do I keep believing it? Right. <laughs> Just like exactly. re- rewiring and re- rewiring. Re- 
Yeah. That's it. Like you're in control of your future. So you want to, uh, you want to like evaluate where these things came from. And if they're not serving you, then get rid of them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think the biggest thing of all of this is honestly, be authentically you. Like mm-hmm. really just be yourself. And if you, if you, if you are yourself, you will attract all the people that were meant to be in your life. You will live a freer life. You will be happier. All these things. Yeah. Yeah. The, and gratitude to me is the biggest oh thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. The more grateful you are, um, the more you attract, the the better you feel. And like you were saying, it's so it, the, the more authentic you are, the, the better your relationships are going to be. Because like you said, you're going to attract those better quality people into your life that that get you and share the same values and stuff like that. And so it makes your life so much more full and better, right? I agree. I agree. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Marcia. Uh, where can people find you and connect with you? Thanks for so I'm on Instagram. Um, underscore inspire always um and um the new website www.inspireworld.ca amazing well thank you so much for being on my podcast scrap the sweet talk and opening up and sharing your story and i'm gonna definitely link all of your contact info below because as far as i'm concerned everybody needs to go and follow you and be part of this movement really is what you're doing um sharing other women's stories and really highlighting that we are all the same at the end of the day and there's nothing that makes us better or more important than anybody else and it's really why like I've connected with you and what I love about you and I just think you're doing so much amazing work for our community and I'm really just grateful to know you so thank you so much thank you so much I am so grateful for you um keep shining I love it thank you keep shining too and we'll talk soon okay (laughs) thanks thanks Marcia Uh, bye bye